ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome into the February 19th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got a fun show for you this afternoon. Coming up, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. Get a chance to catch up with him as the Herd taking on Western Kentucky tomorrow in Bowling Green. So we'll talk to him. Also, we haven't talked to him in a while, and we're going to do so in about a half hour or so. We've got the head coach of the Marshall women's tennis team, one, Mr. John Mercer. He's coming on the program a little bit later on. So looking forward to all that. And, of course, if we have time, we'll get your phone calls in. Promise you that. We do have some things to get into before we talk to Coach Kemper here in a few minutes. And I guess the first thing we need to talk about, really, is that homecoming has been announced. Marshall homecoming will be, are you ready for this? October 24th against FAU. I I like this, actually. Uh, October 24th, got plenty of time to plan. And, of course, you, you get this out now so people can plan. This is maybe the one game a year that a lot of people can attend. They, they make their schedule arrangements around homecoming. And so you want to hopefully get a good game, and you get FAU as the opponent. I like this. So Marshall and FAU, that's going to be your homecoming game for football. And, again, that is set for October 24th. So if you're making your plans, if you're going to one game this year, that's the game you probably want to go to for homecoming. And just the fact that it's homecoming, I want to see the herd beat FAU during homecoming, especially the fact that, hey, FAU, you're the herd's homecoming opponent. Remember when Marshall used to be everybody's homecoming opponent? Sonny Randall would say they had to bring their own float, something to that regard. Well, that's what homecoming's about. You pick an opponent that you think you can beat. And then you put them on the schedule. Some schools have the luxury they can pick any opponent and they can beat them. Other schools, they got to be careful about this. But I like this. I just like the fact that, hey, FAU, you're Marshall's homecoming opponent. How you like that? And that will either fire up FAU or, well, hopefully what will happen will be the herd beats them. But that's months away. We will get into that as we get closer to football season. Now, as I mentioned, we've got coming up later on this evening, Tony Kemper. He's going to join us here in a few minutes. We'll talk to him about his trip to Western Kentucky. We'll also talk to John Mercer. He's coming up. And we'll save it for when we talk to John, but we got a couple of uh, Tennis Athletes of the Week, Conference USA, coming to the Herd's way. So we'll talk to that with, a little bit later on. Again, that's about 5.30 coming up on the show this evening. And John is, um, well, he's a guy that we can we can get off track with. I'm just going to warn you now. We might talk a little Pirates baseball. We might talk a little Penguins hockey. I don't know. We'll try to keep him on track. We'll try to keep me on track because, uh, let's be honest, you get me in a room with a guy like John, we can just go off on everything. We can talk about everything and maybe mention tennis as well. So we'll try to keep it focused for you here in the uh, next half hour or so. But uh, I'm especially looking forward to talking to Tony Temper here in a few minutes. Uh, I'm especially happy that um, I can actually tell you with some confidence that the voice is getting better, the weather is getting better. I'm hoping that tomorrow is not a, a rainy day. We can start this trend of some sunshine. It's a beautiful day in Huntington, West Virginia. Beautiful afternoon. I've got the window here in the studio so I can actually see it. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm going to be honest with you. Yesterday, I was not feeling so great, and I felt bad, really, just because I kind of felt like 
All right, I got to do the show. I'm going to do my very best. I don't know if it's good enough. My very best is good enough, but we're going to do it anyway, and I'm hoping that with at least the weather change and we can keep Huntington weather to maybe one form of weather, not it's going to rain one day and then it's going to snow the next or it's going to be sunny, then snow, and then sunny, then rain. No, hopefully we can keep it another beautiful chamber of commerce day here and just let me get over what's left of winter and let's get ready for the push into college basketball for the thundering herd let's get to the push for spring training for the herd and football let's get get to the push let's get there so i'm excited for all of that so that's what's coming up on the show i'm looking forward to talking to tony i'm looking forward to talking to john and i'm looking forward to talking to you we'll do that for you a little bit later on the number to call, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And i tell you what, history has uh, dictated that uh, usually we go long on segments with the coach himself. And so we're going to take our break just maybe a couple minutes early than we, used, we usually do. We will come back. We'll talk to the head man himself later on, John Mercer, all coming up on tonight's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. All right. um, I got some bad news. Um, This might not be a very long interview with uh, Marshall University women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. He's with us on the program now, and um, he's told me that I have to keep this to 14 minutes and 59 seconds because I, I erred and saying on the air uh, that I don't want 15 minutes of Coach Kemper. Uh, I think I'm being taken out of context, Coach. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the tape. Um, well, you certainly said it because I was on my way to a, to a nice Valentine's dinner with my, my beautiful wife. I ruined Valentine's, didn't I? I did. Well, you didn't ruin it. You didn't ruin it. We still had a nice nice dinner. But I, I did. You know, I turn on the drive thinking that I'm going to hear good things. And I hear you telling Spencer, you know, I, no one wants to hear 15 minutes of Coach Kemper at his press conference. So give me the short version of what he said. And then I don't think I said it that way, did I? <laughs> I mean, I'm paraphrasing. You wanted to paraphrase my my thing. Now I'm paraphrasing what you, what you said. So I'm ready. Okay, keep it. You know, I got gotcha. you. Ten ten minutes or so, we're good. I got gotcha. you. You know what? I mean, Young Spencer's gonna be on the show tomorrow, and yeah, you know, the fact he's got me in trouble with you now, I was gonna take it out on him. That's fine. That's uh, fine. Yeah, make make it through it. I don't think it was his fault. It was it was you. But <laughs> it's all mine. Hey, look, I promoted you over Aria's top coach here. Now, I mean, this is this is the thanks I get. This is the thanks you get. That, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know what? Maybe I don't want to hear fifteen minutes. I want twenty minutes of you. Okay, that's uh, that's twenty. Twenty. That's that is probably. I probably agree with you that fifteen minutes is twenty. So. <laughs> Um, Western Kentucky's coming up tomorrow, and um, hopefully uh, you can get a win and forget about me and uh, you know think about your win instead of me. I mean that that would be great for me. Uh, it would be a big one, you know. That, that's a they're a quality basketball program in, in our women's game, and and uh, you know this place has been kind of a bugaboo for us to play well over here. And um, it's one of those things that I'd like to begin to solve that problem. You know, and it it takes it's a good atmosphere. Uh, they they do a nice job supporting it, and. Uh, you know, they've had really good teams over the past couple of years here, so that's that's probably been the biggest thing. They've just had, had really good teams. So 
Um, hopefully we go over there and handle their pressure a little bit better than we did at home and, and find a way to, to have a shot as it, as it comes down the stretch. That's, that's kind of what you want in a tough game and in a conference environment. Now, you're fortunate. You've got the opportunity to, unlike the men, you can finish out the regular season. You can possibly get a higher seed here. Uh, that's really where tonight and tomorrow and the next night and the next night really you probably your focus is finish strong and you've got an opportunity to really put yourself in a good position if you can get Western Kentucky and, and really catapult yourself to the next one and the next one. Yeah, no, there's there's no question. You know, it's kinda it, it's kinda unique and it kind of it, it's what what the men have done is they, they do pencil you in that you can't get any higher, but you also pencil in you can't drop any further than, you know, what wherever their pod is. So it, it is I don't know, it can work to a disadvantage and it can also work to an advantage of uh, you know, once you get potted in there that you're looking at and I, I don't know their system perfectly, but I know the general parameters, you know, you uh, you can't fall past a certain certain seed, so we are we don't have any of those seed protections. So you're right, we've got five games to go in the, the regular season, and we are we are fairly bunched up. I'm guessing much like the men at this point, which mostly look like this right now. And uh, you know, so we can make some hay here down the stretch. Next two teams are really good. Um, you know, Western at Western, and then Old Dominion's leading our league right now. They're they are receiving votes in the top 25. So the team that Marshall fans are going to get a chance to see in the Henderson Center on Saturday is one of the best in women's basketball right now. So, um, you know, we're excited about two big opportunities. And and you are certainly right that if we continue to play well here in the last five, that we can hopefully continue to climb up as far as where we're going to finish. Tony Kemper is our guest, head coach of the Marshall women's team. And coming up tomorrow, it'll be Marshall and Western Kentucky. And you guys are really uh, – you're doing this travel partner thing a little different than the men. Uh, you you didn't opt for the back-to-back with Western Kentucky. You, you like this spread out a little bit better, not seeing them so soon after you play them the first time? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's kind of a, uh, a pretty unique way of doing things. You know, it's a little NBA-like. <laughs> you know, the finals or the playoffs, you go back-to-back um, playing teams. But um, we, we actually – eventually that will happen to us. Um, if we don't, if we continue with the same schedule format that we have right now, eventually every team throughout the course of as it cycles through, the two travel partners eventually have to do that back to back week. Um, but we're not on that, and uh, you know, I, I certainly I don't really like you know seeing teams back to back. That's kind of maybe that's my college roots, but it's just something you don't see a lot. Tony Kemper joining us, Marshall in action tomorrow, taking on Western Kentucky. You had some good news this week. Um, I'm sure that. You're trying to keep it tempered because, well, everybody likes to be a freshman of the week in Conference USA, and you've got Savannah Wheeler earning that honor, and uh, I'm sure she's excited, but at the same time, how do you temper that? Because you you know that's great, but okay, now do it again, and by the way, we got to go beat Western Kentucky this week. No question. She she is uh, she doesn't get caught up in much of that, but near as I can tell, you know, she she likes she likes to play and. So she doesn't she doesn't uh, really walk around like she's gotten it all figured out yet, and that's something that I really appreciate. She's she's in the gym um, a lot before practice. Uh, she has a lot of energy basketball, and that's part of the reason why she, she's successful. Is um, you know she's got a, she bounces around, uh, really enjoys playing, and um, you know she's 
continuing to get better. She's really had some. She's had some weeks throughout the course of the year that maybe even were better than the ones she just got done having. And, um, you know, I think one of the things that, and it's definitely deservedly so. You know, our team's playing a lot better, and she's a major catalyst of that. So, um, you know, she, it's well deserved award, and, and I know she needs to continue to push forward and continue to play well, uh, both creating for others around her, and you know, continuing to consistently score the ball for for our team on her own. Tony Kemper with us, Marshall women's basketball coach, and it feels like you want to have that team mentality, but it feels like with her, she's somebody, as her career progresses, you can build around her. Uh, is that fair to say about her game, you know, that she's maybe a centerpiece here in the next few years, or are you even looking to do that? You just want to maybe keep this as a four, or five, six deep team. Well, you, I mean, you want depth. You've got to have depth. But I also know that when you when you look out here and watch her play, I mean, she – she uh she does a lot of stuff for us that that uh you know her ball handling ability and her ability to to keep us from being pressed and stuff is helpful and then you know she's got a knack for scoring the ball she gets a lot of fouls so um you know you you certainly look out there and say that you know you continue to continue to grow the pieces around her and her too you know she she's got she has she's still got room to improve you know so she needs to continue to get better and then you try to work the pieces around, um, you know, the consistent pieces around, which we are developing that right now. And, um, you know, and then you go out and recruiting and you try to continue to add people that um, fit your system and, and fit um, the style of play that we do and fit in our league. And, um, you know, the more people you've got that can really play, the, the easier it is for all of us. So, um, you know, we're certainly excited to have her. Um, one of the things that I like about how we're playing right now is you can, can look down there and on you know when we play well there's quite a few of those that that will still be in our program next year you know we are losing some key pieces uh Kadeja brooks princess clemens um and yet there's some uh there's some younger ones that will still be here next year um you know this is a good time of year to be pushing with with that group and i think they're they're really starting to come into their own and play well for us also something that really i think is standing out that conference usa on the women's side getting a lot more respect nationally that's got to help you that's really got to be something that uh, you can focus on in the future because, like baseball, this is a league that is developing a reputation for having really good women's basketball now. Yeah, they're, they're, that is very accurate. You know, if you look at the bracketology stuff right now, there's two uh, Conference USA teams in the field of 64. Middle Tennessee is one of the first four out after that. And uh, and that's not even talking about Rice, who was in it for us last year, has had won until this past week where they lost two games. They had won like 28-29 conference games in a row. So um, I, I think, and I said this at the beginning of the year, I think our league's as strong as I can remember it being. Um, I think the depth is tremendous. And, um, you know, and, and I include us in that. You know, I think we're we're coming around, we're showing that, that we can play with a lot of these teams. When we have it right, and we're um, you know, we can get some things done too. So, um, you, very, very good observation on league stuff. And, um, you know, the, the two teams we played this week are both in the top 30 of the RPI. And, uh, you know, that, that means you're getting ready to play two teams that have done a lot early in the season and they've carried it to conference play. Tony Kemper is our guest, Marshall women in action tomorrow, taking on Western <laughs> Kentucky. And of course, after that, coming back home. And, and as you mentioned, I just want to follow up on that. With the RPI and where these teams rank, yeah, I know the net's been a big deal for the men's side of basketball, but for the, the women, you know, how, how you feel everything's going as far as the numbers are concerned? Because you know, when we get to this point now, we're all looking at bracketology, we're looking at right. schedule, resume, 
and yeah, I still think there's a distinct difference between how the men get in compared to the women. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like uh, I don't know. I guess the numbers are different. I mean, it, it should be the same, but it feels like the numbers are different when it comes to uh, men and women. Yeah, I mean, traditionally it's been it's been and it's getting harder on the men's side. It's really hard to get mid major at large bids on the women's side. And um, you know, last year I believe there was quite a few mid major wins in the tournament, and maybe that maybe that's where um, you see a, a Western Kentucky in an Old Dominion in. You see a middle. They're looking at Middle Tennessee on the on the bubble right now. And um, you know, I think that uh, well, going back to the the women do not use. That is it. Net. Is that what you said? The, the, the net for the men. The, yeah. The net. Net. Yeah. The net rank. We don't use that yet. We may eventually get there, but we're still on the RPI. Um, and uh, you know, they're similar, but they're not exactly the same. And uh, we're still using the RPI. Uh, it is a similar process for selecting, but over time, it's been hard to. Uh, you know, I think it goes back to there hasn't been a lot of mid-major advances in the tournament. You know, the men's the men's tournament. It it really you almost feel like there's Cinderella's every year. Year, be it Loyola Chicago or um, you know whoever the next one's going to be that that kind of do some damage in the tournament that that kind of stuff just really hasn't happened in women's basketball it's been pretty pretty head of uh, you know the teams that have been in there at the end so hopefully that you know for us and our league hopefully it continues to play out this way that down the stretch here um, you know our league can uh, can withstand you know whatever goes on at the end um, we're only obviously going to have one team that wins the tournament and you hope that um, it works out in such a way that we are a two-bit league or a three-bit league or something like that. And, uh, you know, we the, the protections that we tried to implement that were similar to the men's pod system, which we're, we're supposed to be heading that direction too as far as, um, you know, our last four games were scheduled based on strength and then geography. Hopefully that keeps the RPIs of that are up there pretty high. And, uh, you know, hopefully you keep the RPIs high. And then what we want to have happen is we want to see Mike to come in and uh, and find a way to get it done. And then, you know, Marshall gets to go and one of those other teams that are pretty good. So that's uh, that's what we're looking at. That's what we're trying to get done. And I, I think, you know, I'm happy with how we're progressing. And this week is a big one uh, to figure out where we're at, how much more work we've got to do to perform on the biggest stage. Joining us on the program, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, taking on Western Kentucky. That's coming up tomorrow. Um, it'd be good. It'd be good if you could get a three-game win streak going. Uh, right now, four of your last five. No pressure, again, no pressure whatsoever to keep that going. But, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade that to great. It would be great yeah. you know, to go get this game. That would be great. And come back home, and, and, and uh, if we find a way to get this one done on the road, to come back home for a, uh, a team like Old Dominion on a day that's a doubleheader for, for Marshall fans, things like that, I know that our team will be really excited. Yeah, you get get the almost the traditional day-night doubleheader going on on Saturday. That's going to be fun for you. We're close. Yeah, we're, we're close. And, um, you know, I, I would, I would sure, sure chance to make a day of it and come down and watch our girls compete at 3 o'clock and then um, stick around for what's going to be a, a really good men's game after that. Tony Kemper joining us on the program, making the trek. You traveling tonight? You're, you're surely you're not traveling tomorrow. You're traveling tonight, aren't you? We are on the bus right now. Oh, okay. We are. Uh, we've got about an hour to go before we get there, and then we'll uh, we'll eat a little bit tonight and uh, watch some film, and we'll have a long day tomorrow. Get ready for that six o'clock Central Time tip. I love those Central Time tips, don't you? Love Central Time. Well, I spend a lot of my life in Central Time. Okay. So I'm uh, I'm not used to it anymore, but I, I say this a lot. And uh, you're a sports guy, so you'll probably understand this. I think Central Time Zone is the best time zone to watch sports in because your East Coast, you can watch East Coast games and you can watch West Coast games. 
some of those late starting NBA games, um, I'm asleep for in, uh, in my old age. I got to 40 this summer, so I can't stay up for those LeBron games anymore. Did you stay up for the All-Star game at least? I did not. I did not. I watched a little in the beginning with my kids, and then they went to bed. And uh, I think I had fast-forwarded on to uh, trying to figure out what we were going to do against Western Kentucky. And uh, we have early morning practice on Monday. So I uh, I hit the hit sack and got ready to go for Monday. Tony Kemper missing the outstanding fourth quarter of the NBA All-Star game. That was one of the best quarters well, of basketball. I heard they fixed the format. They, they did a good job with the format, what I heard. It was basically every quarter, they kept the overall score, but every quarter was reset and you were playing for charity. And it started really picking up. And then you have the third quarter, they tie, so they carry the, the charity money over to the fourth. And then with the fourth, they don't have a running clock. All you have is a shot clock, a target score, a la a uh, Elam ending. And the target score was 24 plus what Team Giannis's team had. So LeBron's team's down by nine, and they come back and win it. Huh. So you liked it? I did, actually. I did like the fact that the target score, no clock, just go. And I thought it yeah. really brought a lot of intensity to that fourth quarter. I mean, this was an all-star game. You see defensive sets. You see guys uh, fouling. I mean, nothing was uh, vicious or right. anything. It was just hard, good, competitive basketball. I, I really loved it. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I got up in the morning and watched Sports Center and definitely saw a higher level of basketball than you typically see down the stretch in an all-star game. So I, I think that, uh, you know, they, they definitely uh, give them credit for trying something new. And, uh, you know, if you can kind of fix that and keep that competitive at the end, uh, you know, Pro Bowl, all-star game and baseball, they've tried to do some things and that, you know, I think all those games sort of have the same problem. Is how do you how do you give an incentive for, for those, uh, that level of athlete to play really hard to the end on a game? that really doesn't matter. So that sounds like it, it worked pretty well. Yeah, I was. I hope they do it again the, next year, that format, because I will definitely watch. I Usually I'm not an all-star fan, but I, I kind of was compelled to watch this this year, and it was really well done. I, I applaud them. And, hey, maybe we could get the fourth quarter of your game, no clock, and we just do a, an Elam ending. What do you think? I, uh, I'll i let you know. When it, I'll look at the scoreboard going into the fourth, and I'll tell you. Okay, coach's choice. I, I get it. I got it. Coach's <laughs> choice. Smart move. I got you. I got you. Safe travels, my friend. Thank you for uh, for tuning in, and um, thank you for uh, still coming on the show after tuning in on most days, and I appreciate it, and we'll, we'll do this again soon. Uh, you know I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on and giving us the opportunity to come on and talk about our program. It's, but, it's, uh, I, I enjoyed the fact that, that we were talking Marshall Women's Basketball on Friday of uh, – Friday as I was driving in. I, I, I do appreciate keeping us in the news and uh, glad we're playing well. You got good things to talk about. Hey, by the way, we went over 15 minutes, just so you know. I, I mean, I don't want 15. I, I want 17. I, know, I, know, I want I 20. Okay, that's what I want. I got you. I, I want more than 15. We're, we're grinding. We're out here grinding. Let's do it. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks. Tony Kemper. I had to repair that relationship. Uh, apparently it was damaged. Uh, show producer um, Spencer Dupuis coming in tomorrow, and uh, we'll see where that relationship goes. Um, we have got uh, John Mercer coming up next here. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. Joining us now on the program, we haven't talked to him in a while, and I think we picked a good day to talk to him. He's the head coach of the Marshall tennis team. He is John Mercer, and um, 
I've warned everyone, John, that we might not talk tennis. We might talk your pirates. We might talk about your penguins. I'm not. I'm not talking about your Steelers. Don't. Don't even think. Um, yeah, that's a hot topic too. Isn't it? So. Yeah, but you know what? The Bengals are going to bungle the first round draft pick. So you, we're going to take that spot think from pass on Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow might pass on them and Eli Manning them. Yeah, that's that's very possible from the way he's talking, huh? But I don't know. I think he'll. How you been? We he's have... an Ohio boy at heart, isn't he? Yeah, he's an Ohio boy at heart. So so has Ben Roethlisberger, and you see how that went. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he hasn't been real nice to the Ohio teams, has he? No, he's not. He has more wins as a quarterback uh, playing at Cleveland, I believe, than any Cleveland starting quarterback um, in a long time. Well, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, that's just. A wonderful thing to hear. I, so. hate, I hate that for Woody Woodrum, <laughs> but uh, I mean, he, uh, he, Cleveland will have their day, right? I hope Isn't not. We see things; things never stay the same. Right? No, I hope they never so, have their day, John. Never, <laughs> never. Someday we might not be around for it, but still have their day. I so. uh, I suffer from Schadenfreude, so you know, if I'm suffering, everyone else is suffering. I'm sorry, <laughs> especially Cleveland, uh, especially Cleveland, yeah. but. Uh, did I pick a good day to talk to you, or or what? Yeah, I picked a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, we're we're bouncing back, so we're we're on the rebound. So things that happen in uh, careers, so uh, happen in sports and happen with college teams, and uh, you know everyone has their little flings at times, and so we're doing a good job, of, you know, kind of rebuilding what we have and trying to stay healthy and uh, play hard. Uh, we've been. Uh, been working hard at it. You know, the, the girls on the team are really, you know, buying in and, and giving us their best efforts. It's great to see. You get, I think, really what was funny is I knew I was going to talk to you today, and then I get the, the email that you have co-women's tennis athletes of the week. And there you go. Your your duo yeah. of two names that I'm not even going to dare pronounce, and I'm just going to be upfront with you <laughs> and honest, I'm not going to do that to myself. I, I make a lot of mistakes. Um, this is not going to be one of them, Coach. I'll let you handle that. But uh, okay. you have Liz and um, – um, Utah. Utah. Okay. J-U-T-T-E. Yep. Okay. Utah. Van, Van Henswick. I was, go- I was uh, going there. Van Henswick. And yes. I'll mm-hmm. just call her Van Henswick. And uh, I can't even say Liz's last name. I want to say uh, – Okay. Uh, Utah is actually from Belgium. Okay. And uh, believe it or not, Liz. Stefansic, so got that. Liz Stefansic, uh, she's actually from Chicago. Okay, so, actually Aurora, Aurora, Illinois, so right outside of Chicago. So Liz yeah, Utah, that's Lisa. that's what I'm going to go with right now until I uh, okay. I play the tape sure. back later and and learn these names. <laughs> I mean, I should have asked for a pronunciation guide, but again, who knew that this was going to happen? But uh, they knock off the number three pair in the country. That's got to feel really good for not the not only them but for you as a program because. That's what you're accustomed to, going in and beating teams yeah. that are higher ranked and having that reputation of being a quality, tough opponent. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we were playing Yale. Uh, their team, I believe, was 19-3 and three on the year. Uh, won the All-American Championship, so, uh, which is outside of the NCAA tournament. Uh, those are probably the two uh, biggest individual tournaments. Uh, in college tennis, the All American, which is held, uh, well, this year it was in Tulsa, actually. Uh, past years it was held out in LA at the Riviera Country Club. 
But, uh, yeah, they won the tournament. Uh, they had some great wins, like with North Carolina and so. And, uh, yeah, we came in and uh, we played really well. Uh, the irony of it all is that uh, it's only the second match they've actually played together. Actually, the third match, sorry. The third match they'd actually played together. So uh, it was great to see. <laughs> so that was good coaching uh, on your point, uh, your part. Good, Just... good coaching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Liz is that she's a sophomore, so she's in her second year, and uh, Utah is a freshman. And uh, this fall, she had a little bit of a rough fall. She uh, had a little injury over the summer, so really didn't get to play very many tournaments. Had, had a wrist issue, so had a really slow start in the fall. And uh, you know, but she hung with it. You know, really kept fighting hard, and you know, just getting used to being here. Uh, you know, in the states and then the adjustment period, and then. Uh, you know, as, as players get more comfortable, I mean, I'm sure you see this in all the sports, you know, you talk to all the different coaches, but if she got more comfortable, uh, you know, her level of her game really kept getting better. Uh, to the point, uh, I'd say probably a week and a half, maybe a week before that, the weekend before that, I was just talking to Jason, my assistant. I'm like, you know, they would really make a good doubles team, the way that they're heading. <laughs> and so, uh, we, you know, stuck them together. We decided to make some changes and uh, look what happened. Uh, they had a great win. They followed it up with a win at Fordham. So uh, rankings came out today. They were 39 in the country. So uh, and players of the week in the conference. So that, that's that's exciting. I mean, they, they've been having good spring. Uh, you know, the team's been doing well. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll see if they can continue that this weekend. I know you probably knew in your heart that this downward trend that your team was going through was a temporary bump in the road. But this has got to feel like either vindication or validation that, okay, yeah, we had some rough spots, some not of your making. You know, you were just dealing with the situation at hand, and, and now you're in a, a situation where you're playing better competition and you're more competitive with them again, and you're at that point now where, okay, this thing's starting to roll again and give it a couple more years, and you're going to be right back to where you like this team to be. Right, yeah, and, and that's what, uh, you know, probably – you know, to, to probably to send a lot of my fellow coaches out in the coaching world. Uh, it's not like we knew that we, we were like, okay, we forgot how to coach. <laughs> uh, you always have that in the back of your head. You're like, okay, I know how to do this. You know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, we've had this success before. We can coach at a certain level. You know, the game hasn't like just passed us by and we can't play anymore or we can't coach them anymore. But sometimes you're just dealt certain hands and you just have to deal with it and try to work your way through it. You know, from my standpoint, you know, I had the flexibility of having some time, given the flexibility to have some time to, you know, keep working that, uh, you know, and, and try to get it situated and back to, you know, where we uh, can start having success again. But, uh, you know, out there, you, you watch sports center every day and teams have three great years and a coach has one bad year and like, just get rid of the coach. You know, like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it, there, you know, which is kind of funny because you sometimes being in the coaching business, you know, that there's more to it than just going out and coaching a game, uh, you know, as to why a team might be having success or not having success. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's kind of a, a lesson, you know, a lesson for everybody, maybe, <laughs> you know, that patient, uh, back to your Steeler, uh, <laughs> conversation, you know, look at, uh, uh, you know, an organization that's been successful for so, so long and look how many coaches they've had you know they kind of let them ride the wave bill coward didn't win every single year there was i think there was a six and ten year in there right 
but they let him ride it. They knew he could coach, and so they let him you know, kind of ride through it and build it back to where he wanted to have it before he left. John Mercer's our guest, Marshall tennis coach. Thundering Herd now going to be home for a while. I mean, you you go from South Carolina to Connecticut to New York, and then you're going to be in Huntington for the remainder of February and almost all of March. Um, mm-hmm. Nice scheduling. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Got to see the world. So, uh, yeah, that was a tough five straight weekends on the road uh, to start the season. So uh, the good news is we came out of it, you know, some pretty good results, obviously, what we've been talking about. Uh, the tough part is, is that it's tough. You know, it's a lot of travel and, uh, uh, you know, it's a grind. But, you know, I was really impressed the, the last day we played Fordham. It was tough. It was a really tough trip to get up to Yale. Uh, you know, flight cancellations, delays, uh, very limited practice time, even before we played, uh, because we were so far behind in schedule with the travel uh, that was out of our control. And, uh, you know, but one thing it does is it, you know, it helps create a lot of, uh, team bonding, you know, with the players, you know, you, you kind of, it's kind of something that I've, you know, really tried to, you know, preach this year is, you know, one thing I've tried to do is put them in some more tougher situations and been like, okay, you guys got to deal with this situation. You know, it's not perfect. Okay. But, you know, a lot of things in life aren't perfect and somehow we got to be tough enough to, to deal with it and grind through it. And they've done great with that. They've done really well, uh, which, again, is usually something you see with a more experienced team. Uh, and that's what you're kind of seeing with, you know, not only our, you know, our seniors and our junior and our couple of sophomores, but, you know, our freshmen is really trying to, you know, is really trying to work hard through it. So it's good to see. John Mercer is our guest. So as we mentioned, uh, you've got every game from now until almost the end of March at home. And you start on Friday against North Texas, so this is uh, your opportunity to encourage folks to come out and see you. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should be a great match. Uh, first North Texas on Friday at four o'clock. Uh, Ford International we have on Sunday uh, at eleven, I believe. I think it's eleven o'clock. Uh, both teams, uh, you know, on paper, were probably very similar to North Texas. Uh, they beat us last year, uh, as did Florida International, but we had a really tough match with them. I think we played them in Florida last year. Uh, it, was, it was a good battle uh, out there. But, uh, you know, it should be, you know, if people haven't come to watch, I think they'd be, and they get the chance to come out to the Huntington Tennis Club. So it's out the Huntington Tennis Club, out across from where the uh, Walmart is. Uh, in Barbersville, just right across the street. They drive up to Walmart and turn right in the Huntington Tennis Club parking lot. You're there. Uh, but I think people would be really surprised at just the level of the athleticism. Uh, we have a girl, Utah, who's playing three, who actually was a uh, world-class gymnast up until the age of 12, in addition to playing tennis. Uh, she was on the Belgium national team. Uh, unbelievable athlete. And uh, I think you'll see that you know up and down the line you know, if, you, if uh, people really get to come and watch just you know, just the power and the pace and everything that, uh, you know, has been brought to our team uh, and, you know, the hard work that they put in and you really get to see it. I think if people would really enjoy it, they'd be, uh, <laughs> they'd be really uh, impressed with the level. All right. Now that we've got you back home, we can actually bring you on the show and promote more and um, we'll talk hockey next yeah. time. Um, we'll talk, yeah. we'll talk Penguins hockey they next time. They looked good last night. Five nothing. I, I, I start the game. I saw that. <laughs> I, I saw that. You, you know why I saw that? Because I was making sure my goaltender on my fantasy team was uh was doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I picked Wait, up. Uh, I picked up Jari. Yeah. I picked up Tristan Jari. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's good. Yeah. I'm he's, right now. You you know how good he is. Right now I am sixteen and two in my league. There you go. See, just stick with the Penguins. You can't go wrong. Okay, I'll work okay. on that.
Uh, <laughs> Coach, uh, we'll talk soon, and um, thanks, buddy. Appreciate hey, it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for having me. really appreciate it. It's John Mercer, head coach of the Marshall tennis team. Quick timeout. We come back. We wrap it up here. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, today was a good show. Today was a lot better than yesterday. I promise you, every day, we'll try to get better. I appreciate you tuning in to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm going to be honest with you. Some days I just come in here and I think I've done a terrible job. And some of you will agree, and, and, and you're, you're free to do that. But, no, the goal is to get better every day. I think we did that. We had Tony Kemper on the show today. Loved having him on. We had John Mercer, who... I'm going to tell you right now, John's just a guy I like to hang out with, talk to. We can talk sports. We can talk anything. And I'm not going to get him on a Steelers rant, but we'll talk hockey with him. I'll talk hockey. We'll talk Pirates with him. And I'm not talking Steelers with him. But uh, it's good to have those guys on. appreciate them coming on. And tomorrow we're one step closer to, of course, game number one in the group play for the Marshall men. We'll find out tomorrow evening. If Tony Kemper's team will beat Western Kentucky, so we can recap that on Friday. So we got a lot to get into tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to having all of that to talk about and more on our Thursday edition. And we'll do it again at 5.06 right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. That's going to do it for this edition. Once again, thank my guest, Tony Kemper, the head coach of the Marshall women's team. Ladies in action playing hoops against Western Kentucky tomorrow. And John Mercer, the head coach of the Marshall women's tennis team. Appreciate him coming on the program. For those gentlemen, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.